G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision 180. Live different. Different. Alejandro Arias, how are you tonight? I'm doing very well. So you are a preacher and you were a boy preacher at the age of 11, which I just think is so cool. I could imagine myself doing that right now <laughs> at, at my age, let alone at 11. So when did you get saved and how did that all happen? Tell me about that. Well, I got saved at the age of seven yeah. um, because I went to a rally with my mom. Um, she had a radical encounter with Christ. Um, she was in the middle of committing suicide. And um, and uh, the Lord basically came into the room. She felt the presence of God. She was she wanted to listen to some secular music mm-hmm. while she was, you know, getting ready for this. Like she had the water and the tablets and everything. And yeah. so she turned on the radio and she was looking for a secular station. She wanted to hear some salsa, you know. If there's such a thing as... She wanted to do this and be happy at the same time. And I don't know how that, uh, you know, that that's kind of odd. You know, obviously that doesn't happen. Mm. You know, when you're in depression, you don't you can't feel happy at the same time. But she wanted to do it. So anyways, she was looking for a radio station and then she felt like this hand. And I believe it was Jesus, you know, Mm. and and she was redirected to the station, the Christian station. And so she started listening to this preacher and he was, uh, you know, preaching about God's love and how Jesus died on the cross and and how God has a plan for your life and see my mom experienced uh, abandonment since she was a little girl yeah. you know her dad left the house and so she felt very abandoned and forgotten even since she was a little girl mm. so my dad was not really helping because he was an alcoholic he was the owner of two bars he would spend all the time just drinking and wasting money you know he was basically every weekend he was wasted you know yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah so, so there was a lot going on. She was overwhelmed. She hadn't had enough and she, she was fed up with the mm. marriage. The marriage wasn't going anywhere. There was a lot of routine and so she said, well it's better to close this chapter. And you know how the enemy sometimes just whispers lies in people's yeah. ears. Like, yeah. you know, this is the best way to do it. Just finish the chapter. So she was listening to this radio and she fell under the, the power of the Lord. Like the, the conviction of the Holy Spirit just came upon her. And she felt, you know, like um, this is this is it. And, and so she surrendered her life to Christ that morning. Yeah, that's and awesome. And she got saved, and she went to a meeting and brought my dad along, and uh, they actually walked through two separate doors. And the preacher was, uh, <laughs> you know, walking in a very strong prophetic gift, and uh, he noticed, uh, you know, the Lord really uh, showed him, uh, you know, that, that there was a couple there having issues. Yeah. And so he goes, you over there and over here, you two are married, you're having marriage trouble, and uh, I want to pray for you. And 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 then she, this guy started prophesying, you know, things that he didn't know. He wouldn't have a clue. Mm. And and my dad was touched, but he didn't surrender that morning, uh, that oh, evening, okay. that afternoon. Sorry, yeah. my mom, she professed uh, Christ as her savior publicly, mm-hmm. but my dad didn't. It took him a few years. He actually <laughs> came to Christ when I was twelve years old in yeah. one of my camp meetings yeah. uh, back in Costa Rica. He actually I led him to Christ. It's one of uh, 
those privileges and blessings, you know, uh, that awesome. I could say that I led my dad to Christ. So I got saved at the age of seven, but I started preaching at the age of 11. Awesome. So when you were seven, we were chatting before off air about you just going out and leading kids to Christ, having mini masses. Can you tell us about that? I just like, I'm here playing with sticks in the mud, you know, you know, having a great time. And you <laughs> at the same age would be yeah, out there preaching the word. How did you do that? Like you were living out. Is it second, second Timothy, I think, or is it first Timothy? I can't, can't remember, but yes. that, you know, don't let anyone look down on you because you were young. That's right. That ha- like you well, are living that out. I did many radical things, not just <laughs> preaching to to the kids and the community and to my friends, but I used to actually have revival meetings with my pencils, you know. That's I used to amazing. line them up and with my toys. <laughs> I used to have revival meetings with the toys and lay hands on the toys <laughs> and, 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 you know, and get them filled with the Holy Spirit. And I used to lock myself in a room and just speak to the, preach to the toys. To a point that my, my parents were getting concerned. They thought, mm, something is crazy. going on, right? <laughs> they actually took me to a psychologist, what? believe it or not. And oh, <laughs> the psychologist uh, interviewed me and he, he, he spent like three hours with me talking to me about, you know, the condition, like what's going on? Why are you doing these things? Because I was doing a lot of things that were out of the norm, out of yeah. the box, like, you know, preaching to my pencils, preaching to the toys. And during school recess, I would go out and, uh, you know, sit alone and just pray. And sometimes my friends would approach me and ask me, what's going on? Why yeah. can't you just come and play with us? You know, <laughs> have fun. And I'm like, I'm praying, you know, this is crazy. <laughs> I'm just praying here. Yeah. Leave me alone. But if you want prayer, I can pray for you, you know. <laughs> and so uh, I was praying for my friends. But before that, rewinding a bit, if um, when I was five years old, I used to have um, my own mass, you know, play mass with my friends mm-hmm. around that time. So I used to invite them to the this play mass and uh, because my passion uh, I wanted to become a priest since I was five you know (laughs) I grew up in a Catholic family so that was my aspiration in life one day I'm going to become a priest but God actually changed that calling down the road you know he called me to a new priesthood which I'm glad you know And uh, but I, I used to um, uh, have this play mass, invite my friends. We had about thirty, forty kids that mm. would come, and and sometimes they would line up, you know, not just one time, but three times, you know, because they wanted a snack and they <laughs> thought it was fun. And my brother, who wow. was kind of a troublemaker, he would actually jump on the roof and make a lot of noise while I was preaching because he wanted to get the attention, you uh, know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have a younger brother, so he was kind of like, "Hey, here is look me. At me. Look, look at, at me." me. <laughs> so he was doing a lot of weird stuff. And, yeah. and, but my friends would just sit there and listen. And it was a supernatural, you know, um, thing because I would actually recount the stories that I heard during mass. Mm. Like, you know, I was a five year old. I, I, I wasn't reading then, you yeah. know, uh, I was a prodigy in a sense, but I wasn't reading then. So I would actually recount the stories wow. uh, of the Bible at, at the age of five. So how did you get the, the courage to do this? Because I, I think, I don't know, I guess when you're younger, you kind of are just more fearless. But as you get older and as you were growing up and you became, you know, you were preaching at the age of, of 11, I think at the age of 11, I would have been terrified. How did you overcome that fear and decide to just, you know, step out in, in faith and just do it? 
Can I be completely frank? Yes. I was terrified the first time I did it. I was actually oh, okay. shaking. I was nervous. Um, in front of a hundred people, I didn't know what to say. A hundred people. Yeah, this was the first time I preached. Wow. It was at a public uh, meeting uh, outdoors in a public park, and I had no idea what I was going to say. And uh, I just prayed and I asked the Holy Spirit, Lord, just fill me up. Please take mm-hmm. over. I don't know what I'm going to say. So I just felt like you know this anointing just came on me, and I began. To speak with boldness and courage, the courage that I couldn't muster, the courage、mm. that I couldn't, you know, have as an eleven-year-old, and I started preaching with authority, fire, and passion. And forty-five minutes later,、um, seven souls came to Jesus.、Oh. <laughs> As a result of that experience, God bless experience. your little heart. Oh, that's、yeah. awesome! So now you are obviously grown up and and you've got a family and kids. But are you trying to bring them up in this way as well to teach them to not have this fear? Because you're like I was mentioning before how you're basically li- living out Timothy. You know, you. preaching the word.、Um, you know, you weren't worried about that when you were younger. But you know, we haven't been given a spirit of fear. That's also、yeah. in Timothy, which is. You're still living that out. Are you trying to bring that up in your own kids? Yes, I am. In fact, I wrote a book. My book is Boy Preacher, so it's my biography. Yeah. And、cool. the other day, I just felt my spirit to sign a copy and give it to my daughter. She's、Aww. five years old. So we are actually reading her boy preaching a boy preacher every night. That's her bedtime story. <laughs> Other、uh, kids are you know, hearing Goldilocks and right. Well, she she asked us. This is something that did, we didn't push on her. I just、mm. gave her the book and I said, "Honey, this is a gift for you. You know, when you're older, you can read it, whatever." But she's、yeah. like, "Dad, why can't I just read that for my bedtime story?" <laughs> I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> Okay, this is kind You're of like、okay. I am parenting right. Yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so now I have to read my own story to my five-year-old, which is exciting, <laughs> you know. And then she has a lot of questions because she's going through that season of why this and why that and how is this and、True. and you know they go through that season. So,、yeah. uh, but I, I think、um, when you have a calling in your life, no matter how old you are. No matter if you are eight or fifteen,、mm. that calling is going to flare up. That、yeah. calling is going to come to the surface. That calling is going to be so strong that no matter how you know, what your upbringing was or your background or your walking life, that calling is going to chase you. And you're going to come out of your shell sooner or later. Ah,、oh, awesome! Amen,、mm. brother. That's so good. So, just before we wrap this up, let us know if, like, some encouragement for younger people. How can we be stepping out in faith, not worrying what other people think of us? What does that look like? How would you encourage them? I think we need to break this idea that God can only use,、um, you know, adults and, and 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 people that are that have gone through Bible school and people、mm. that have、uh, finished,、uh, you know, that chapter. Life and they're starting a new chapter and like oh yeah God can use the the, the, the you know my parents He can use my brother who's a lot older than I am so we have to break that kind of mindset you know God can use anyone Josiah、mm-hmm. was eight when he started you know、uh, functioning as a king、uh, jo- you know Joseph and Joshua and David and you you hear、yeah. multiple stories in the Bible of of kids that were anointed and they started walking in their ministry walking in their calling at a very young age yeah. 
And if we look, well, let's not look too far. Let's look at Jesus. He started at the age of 12 and yeah. he was teaching to the masters of law. He was teaching to the rabbis. He was teaching. He was sitting, you know, around the temple and he was having conversations, deep conversations. Yeah. And he was, you know, and, and the, and the, and the masters, the, 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 you know, these great teachers, scholars, they, they were amazed. They were yeah. stunned by Jesus' knowledge and wisdom. So I want to encourage you, no matter how old you are, you can be five or you can be 15. There's a gift in your life. There's an anointing in your life. And God wants to have an encounter with you. See, I had that encounter when I was, uh, when I was eight and I was filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm. And then I had another encounter at the age of 11. And I was doing a lot of, ki- you know, things that kids do, like watching shows and stuff like that. In fact, I had a, this popular show and I was uh, watching it almost every day. And the Holy Spirit one day said, you want to preach around the world? Mm. And I said, yes. And, you know, that, that was my dream. I used to uh, uh, preach like indoors, you know, with my friends. I, even ha- I had my own radio show with all my Lego blocks, you know. <laughs> So <laughs> now you're on a real radio show, uh, right? I was Praise very God. creative. Uh, my brother used to uh, record me. We had we had a TV show, you know, with a oh, Coca Cola cool. bottle, and that was the that was the actually the camera, yeah. the TV camera. So I would sit and talk to the audience, the unknown audience. Yeah. But we were very creative because we had uh, this. Um, yeah, I mean, when you have a destiny and you have a calling in your life, yeah, no, it, it just doesn't matter what is going on in your world or how old you are or the circumstances around you. That calling just will always come back to you, mm. and you always want to do it because you feel passion. It's like that innate ability to 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 walk in your calling. You know, when you hear about a child prodigy or you know someone who is on TV because they started doing crazy things like you know memorizing books and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We, we see a lot of that in the world. Why not in the kingdom? Yeah, so Let's true. see more child prodigies in the kingdom. Let's see more young yeah. people rising up and taking the gospel of Jesus Christ to the whole of Australia and the world. God wants to use you. There's, there's, there's a calling that is in your life. It's in your heart. There's a potential that nobody can see. You're probably like David. You're just shepherding sheep. You're just worshiping in your own private time. You're just doing your life. You're going to uni. You're just uh, minding your own business, and you don't know that there's a calling in your life. But I want to encourage you. There is gold in you. You just mm. got to discover it. Oh, mic drop. Do you know how to do a mic drop? I mean, it's a bit hard on the radio because you've got, like, it's attached. But I learned this thing, and it's a mic dab. You mm. know what dab is? You go, you go like yeah, that? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a bit hard. You can't see us on radio. Right. But, like, I'm, you just, like, move the mic as well, like that, away from you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, we should do that yes. mic drop. Yes, awesome. Oh, so good. Thank you so much. I, I was just thinking about, I've actually learned recently because sometimes I feel like, yeah, but I'm not David, I'm not Esther, like those people, you know, back in Bible time, I'm not like them. But God has, you know, he didn't call Esther and, and David and people like that right. to be in 2018. He called right. us, he called Alex, and he called you. And so that's something that I, I learned recently. And not everybody is going to be used by God behind a pulpit or with a microphone. You yeah. can be used by God in your own career, yeah. in your own workplace. At Macca's. At Macca's. You can testify. You yeah. can witness to people. You can heal the sick. You can, you know, God can use you. you. You are his vessel. You're his chosen one. And no matter what, you know, you're going through right now, or what your age is, it doesn't matter. God's not going to ask you, hey, how old are you? Remind me of your age. Yeah. No, you're not quite qualified. <laughs> no, God chose. 
chose Jesus at the、yes. age of twelve to go into the temple. I mean, you you read story after story of kids being used by God、yeah. mightily. You know, in signs and wonders. So I want to encourage all the youth out there, all of you guys. Just you know, you're a disciple. You know, just、uh, like the Bible says, like Jesus said, if you want to be my disciple, deny yourself, take up the cross, and follow me. Yeah, that's what Jesus said. And what does that mean? That means you deny yourself in a way that you don't live for yourself, for you know, your ambitions, but you live for the kingdom.、Mm. You live for the call of God in your life. And I'm sure that's going to line up with your destiny too. And、yeah. it's going to line up with what you're doing. Because your calling always is going to line up with your passion. Yeah, you, your calling is going to line up with your passion. You can't do something in life without passion. Yeah, and some people are just bored to death. They, they they don't have passion. They don't have that, you know, excitement. They're doing something that is so mundane or so ordinary, and they're like, I want to do something exciting. Yeah. Well, your calling <laughs> is connected to your passion,、ah. and then God is going to show you. What that calling is, your gift is connected to your passion. I've learned that. I've wow, learned that over、so、the、cool. years. Yeah, that's awesome. I actually have a friend, and she works at Subway, and she is a crazy evangelist. And you know, she's out there, at, you know, at Subway, and there might be someone who comes along, and they have you know a sore back or something, or God, you know, gives her a word, and then she prays for them at Subway. Like she's just stepping out into you know calling. I mean, she probably loves Subway, but you know, <laughs> I love Subway. Yeah, it's just I just、That's、love、cool. how she is doing that in her workplace as well. So, thank you for these awesome words of encouragement and inspiration. I feel so like inspired and on fire. So, thank、Amen. you so much, Alandro. Well, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 